Masechet Pesachim has been dedicated by Mr. Ike J. Shechebar in honor of his grandparents, Mr. Ike and Jeanette Bibi. We bless Mr. Ike Shechebar, who's been a sponsor of the Dafyomi for many uh, days. They should continue to enjoy success, health, and happiness. May his grandparents also enjoy much nachat from him as well as all their grandchildren and may they only share in semachot for the entire family. Amen. Da'af Tzadivav Today's da'af is being studied the Ailu Nishmat Racham Baruch Rafael ben Miriam and Avraham ben Esther Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Aiden Amen We are studying on Da'af Tzadivav Amud Rishon and we are at the Mishnah about one third down the Amud and the Mishnah says Ma ben Pesach Mesraim le Pesach Dorot. Now the original Karman Pesach that they brought in Egypt the first year is called Pesach Mesraim. And the subsequent Pesachim that were brought in the uh, next generations is called Pesach Dorot. The Pesach of the generations. So what our Mishnah is discussing is what are the basic differences between the way they brought the Karman Pesach in Mesraim to the way we bring it or subsequently was brought during the generations following. So the Mishnah says, Number one, Pesach Misraim Mikho First, you have to take the Qurban Pesach on the tenth day. As the Torah says, that they had to actually designate the Qurban Pesach and Misraim on the tenth day of Nisan. V'ta'un ba'agudat ezov. Furthermore, you need to take the bundle of hyssops and you need to sprinkle it in the blood and you need to sprinkle it uh, where? On the two side posts of the door and on the lintel, on the door post. Furthermore, it was eaten in a hurry, like the Torah says. And it's also eaten only on one night. Whereas the Pesach of the generations applies to all seven days. Now obviously this is very difficult to understand. We know that Qurban Pesach is not eaten for seven days. The Gebra will explain exactly what that last statement of the Mishnah means by saying that Pesach Dorot is eaten for seven days. Just one point that Ashi says, when it says that you have to take the Qurban Pesach of Misraim on the 10th day, it means that you have to actually designate the Qurban and say, Harezu Leshem Pesach. Right? It's not enough just to, you know, pick anyone, you have to make a designation. And now the Gemara says, Minalan. How do you know that Qurban Pesach Misraim needed designation on the 10th day of Nisan? So the Gemara says, Dikhtiv. Speak to the people, and on the 10th day of this month, they should take, they should designate. So the Gemara says, This Qurban is designated on the 10th, the end Pesach Dorot, but to the exclusion of another Pesach that does not have to be designated on the 10th. The Gebarah is making a derasha on the word Hazeh. Which means what the Pasuk says, the Beru el Koladat Yisrael Lemor Be'asol HaChodesh Hazeh. V'yikhu. So when it says Hazeh, this one. This one has to be taken on the 10th to the exclusion of another one that does not. So that's how we know one difference. So the Gebarah says, the Gemara now is going to go according to the reasoning here. You're telling me whenever it says the word Hazeh, it sounds like just this one to the exclusion of Pesach Dorot. So the Gemara is going to ask a series of questions to see if the reasoning is true. The first question is like this. It says, V'haya lachem lemishmeret ad arba'a asar yom lachodesh Hazeh. It says that they had to watch the Qurban Pesach of Misraim for four days. 
actually that's the law that the Gemara calls Bikur. They actually had to inspect it for four days to make sure it does not develop any blemishes, any mumim. So the Gemara says, are you mean to tell me, because it says in the Pasuk, Hazeh, because it says uh, that you'll do this inspection, you'll watch the animal in this month. Does that mean to say, Do you mean to tell me that Pesach Dorot does not need Bikur? Because it says the word Hazeh? Because that can't be. Why? Because we have a Baraita. The Baraita says, Ben Bag Bag Omer. Minayin letamid Shetaun bikur Dalid yamim Kodem shaita How do we know for example The korban tamid That's the daily sacrifice that they brought every day In the Beit HaMikdash How do you know it needs Four days prior to its sacrifice You have to inspect it for four days Shene'emar Tishmeru lehakriv Lihi bimu'ado Because by korban tamid it says the word Tishmeru and further in the Torah it says And by Qurban Pesach Mishraim it says what? The word Mishmeret So you see what the word Mishmeret means That you need Bikur And we know by Qurban Pesach Mishraim How long was the Bikur? Just like by Qurban Pesach Mishraim It was four days before Afkan Ta'un Bikur Dalid Yamim Kodem shahita. So now the Gemara's question is: You're telling me when it came to designation, you told me from the word hazeh, I learned only this to the exclusion of everything else. When it came to the bikur of Pesach Misraim, it also said the word hazeh. Now what is it coming to exclude? After all, Ben Bagba clearly says that the tamid also has bikur. So what is the hazeh? Coming to limit. So the Gemara says, Shani Hatam. It's different over there. Dikhtiv Tishmeru. It's different over there because it says the words Tishmeru. What is that saying? So the Gemara basically is saying like this How could you tell me that the word Hazeh comes to limit and tell me only Pesach Misraim? But nothing else, we have a Pasuk by Pesach Mislaim that talks about the fact that it needs Bikur. What is the Pasuk exactly? It says, um, So therefore we know that Qurban Pesach Mislaim needs to have a, an inspection for at least four days. And it says the word Hazeh. So you mean to tell me only this korban and nothing else? Can't be. Because we know Ben Bagbag already taught <coughs> that the Tamid Shul Ben Arba'in also is subject to the law of Bikur Arba'ayamim. Uh, so how do you make your Dirashah Hazeh? So the Gemara says, no, it's different. Because there we have a clear Pasuk by the Qurban Tamid, it says the word Tishmeru. And if we make a Gezerah Shabbat, <coughs> by Pesach Misraim it says the word uh, it says the word which is Bikur and it says by Tamil Ben Arbaim Tishmeru so therefore we have a Gizrashavat to say Bikur applies so the Gibra says yeah but wait we know by Qurban Pesach Pesach Dorot the Pasuk clearly says and the Gemara learns from this that all the services that were done in this month should be similar to each other. Which means that just like Pesach Misraim had Bikur, so to Pesach Dorot has Bikur. So therefore, our question is, <coughs> what is that Hazeh coming to exclude? You can't tell me it's excluding Pesach Dorot, because Pesach Dorot indeed has Bikur. So the Gemara says, ah, it's coming to exclude Pesach Sheni, which is similar to it. Why is Pesach Sheni similar to Pesach Misraim? Because it's both one day. Pesach Misraim is one day, and Pesach Sheni is one day. And therefore the Hadush of the Torah is saying, 
that although Pesach Mislayim needs Bikur Arba'ayamim, but Pesach Sheni does not. Now, side point, that she asked the question, why then when it came to the Dirasha of Hazeh, that you told me that Pesach Mislayim needs designation, to the exclusion of Pesach Dorot, why didn't you say to the exclusion of Pesach Sheni, which is similar to it? To that Rashi answers, no. Once already I exempt Pesach Sheni from Bikur, from the Pasuk of that also exempts it not only from Bikur, but it exempts it also from designation. Because that could also be learned from the word Mishmeret. <coughs> so therefore I know Pesach Sheni doesn't need neither Bikur, neither designation. So what's the first Pasuk of Azeh? Coming to exclude, must be coming to exclude Pesach, the uh, Dorot from Bikur. So at this point in the Gemara, the Gemara is basically saying, Pesach Dorot, while it needs Bikur, it does not need designation. So comes the Gemara and says, Elameata. <coughs> According to this, Dikhtiv, the Pasuk says, Me'achilu et abbasar balayla hazeh. By Pesach Misraim, it says, and they will eat the meat that night. Well, are you going to tell me only Pesach Misraim is eaten at night, but Pesach Dorot is not? And we know that when they eat the Pesach, Korban Pesach, eat it at night. So the Gemara says, no, Amar Kera. We have a Pesach, Va'abadita, Ta'avoda. And what is Da'avodat Avodat teach us? That all the laws are going to be similar. So the Gemara says, Ela Lamali. So what is the Pasuk by Pesach Mislaim saying? So the Gemara says, From this word Hazeh that's written by Pesach Mislaim, Rabbi Azar bin Azar Nabi Akiva, Masikhid Berachot, they learn the parameters of what time in the evening can you eat the Qurban Pesach until. Is it until Chatzot or is it until the next morning? So this word is not to limit Pesach Dorot. Pesach Dorot also is eaten at night. But this word is used for a special mahloket that they had regarding the time that it is eaten. But I continue, it says by Pesach Misraim, It says, anybody that is non-circumcised cannot eat from the Pesach. So it says, Bo, implying that what? That only a non-circumcised Jew cannot eat from Pesach Misraim, but it's much that he can eat from Pesach Dorot. The Gebra says, you mean to tell me that he's not going to be able to eat from Pesach Mislam, but he can eat from Pesach Dorot? You mean to tell me that an Arhel, an uncircumcised person, can eat from Pesach Dorot? Again, teach me that the laws are similar. So then what is the ball coming to exclude? So Gebra says, Bo eno ochel, abalu ochel bimatsa omaror. It's coming to tell me that while an uncircumcised Jew cannot eat from the Qurban Pesach, it says, Lo yuchal bo, but he can eat from something else. What can he eat from? He can eat from the matzah. That should be pointed out that the word maror that's written in the Gemara is lavdafka. Because in the time that you're not eating Qurban Pesach, maror is not a mitzvah from the Torah. The maror is only mitzvah, midrabbanan. Matzahs and Mitzvah Doraita regardless whether there is Qurman Pesach or not. But the point of the Gemara is that even in a case where a person is Aril, where he's not eating Qurman Pesach, no yukhalbo, but he still has to eat the Matzah. Comes the Gemara and says, go further. The Pasuk says, Kol ben nechar lo yukhalbo. Anybody that's a ben nechar, ben nechar literally means a stranger. Now, what do you mean a stranger? So that she says, We're talking about that his ways have become estranged. Which means we're talking about a person over here that he went off the derech to the extent that he admits to Avodah Zarah. That's the case we're talking about over here. He's a ben nechal. 
he agrees to Avodah Zarah. So the Torah says, hey, Kol Ben Nechar, if a person so estranged, he cannot eat Pesach Misraim. But it says, Bo. So you're going to tell me, Bo Eno Ochel, Aval. The Bo Eno Ochel, Aval Ochelu Pesach Ledorot. We're going to tell me if a person agrees to Avodah Zarah, he'll be able to eat Pesach Ledorot. Amar Kera, the Avadata, again, the Avadata, the the laws are the same. So what is the ball coming to exclude? When it comes to Qurban Pesach, Hamarat Dat, meaning switching your religion will be Posel. Interesting. A Kohen that becomes an apostate, to the extent that he agrees to Avodah Zarah, he can still eat Tiruma. And that's what the Pasuk is saying. Kol ben nechar lo yochalbo. He cannot eat from the Qur'an Pesach. Implying that he can eat from something else. What can he eat from? Tirumah. So the Gemara says, V'etztarich lemikhtav arel, V'etztarich lemikhtav ben nechar. I need the Pasuk to tell me that an uncircumcised Jew cannot eat the Qur'an Pesach and an apostate cannot eat Qur'an Pesach. Why do I need both? So the Gemara says, the If it only told me an uncircumcised Jew can eat Korban Pesach, I would say, Because someone that's uncircumcised is repugnant. But someone that's estranged from the religion of apostate, it's not repugnant. So maybe I would think he can. It's not in his body. So maybe I would think he can't eat. So they give a Gemara Seva, Ben Nechar, no ma'is ema, no tzirika. So they have to tell me even a Ben Nechar is asur. The Yashmi'ina, Ben Nechar, if it only told me in a past state, Mishum de'en libol ha-shamayim. Of course, because his heart is not to heaven. That's why his Qurban is not accepted. Or that's why he cannot bring. Abal arel, dilibol ha-shamayim, ema no. But I would say an uncircumcised person, bottom line, his heart is still... The Shamayim. So therefore, Sirika. Therefore, you need a Pasuk to come and tell me both the Arel and the Ben Nechar are, uh, are not uh, able to bring the Qurban. But according to this, Toshav Vesachir Lo Yochalbo. We have a Pasuk that says two people can from the Qurban Pesach. A Toshav and a Sakhir. What is a Toshav and a Sakhir? A sakhir is a hired worker. That's Ibn Ivri. An Ibn Ivri, that's a person that hires a slave and he works, let's say, for six years. A Toshav is also an Ibn Ivri, but he chooses after the six years to stay. He wants to stay over. And therefore he stays over until the Yovel. And of course we know the law that they pierce his ears. Now, when it says Toshav is Sakhir, Lo Yochalbo, what is this law? What is this law referring to? This is referring to the following, that if somebody has a servant and his children are not circumcised, or a person has his own children that are not circumcised, he cannot bring Qurban Pesach. I mean, so long as somebody in a person's household is not circumcised, he cannot bring the Qurban Pesach. So it says, Toshav Yochal Bo. Masra only what Pesach? Mislayim. So the Gabra says, Haki Namid Debo Eno Ochel, Abano Kelu be Pesach Dorot? You're going to tell me that if a person doesn't have his household circumstances, he can eat Pesach Dorot? Amar Kera, the Avadita. Again, the Avadita, 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 Gemara says over here something very, very strange. An apostate cannot eat Qurban Pesach, but an apostate can eat Tirumah. Who was talking about an apostate over here? We finished Ben Nechah. Now we're talking about Toshav Vesachir. The Gemara, very strangely, is saying, Toshav Vesachir Lu Yochalbo, and then it jumps to an apostate. Because of this strange text, Rashi omits the entire text starting from Toshav Vesachir until this point he says it makes no sense in the Gemara and therefore he did not have it in his version and since we have no options to explain it we will have to obviously understand the Gemara like Nashi and delete this part from the text <coughs> the Gemara continues 
אלא מעט התושב וסחיר לא יאכל בו. It says by Pesach Mesraim that a Toshav and a Sakhir do not eat from the Qurban Pesach. A Sakhir is a hired worker, that's a regular Evid Avri, that works for six years. A Toshav is a resident, that's also an Evid Avri that wants to uh, stay longer than six years, so they pierce his ear and he stays until the Yovel. So he's called a Toshav. In any event, it says, Toshav and Sakhir lo yochal bo. You mean to tell me that he doesn't eat only from Pesach Mishraim because it says Bo, but he will eat from Pesach Dorot? The Pasuk says, They teach us that all the laws of Pesachim are the same, and therefore, just like a Toshab Pesachim does not eat from Pesach Mishraim, he should not eat from Pesach Dorot. So the Gemara says, Ela bo lamali. So what is the bo teaching us? The Gemara says, Hamarat dat poselet, ve'en hamarat dat poselet betruma. And if somebody is an apostate, hamarat dat, he uh, believes in Abu Dazara, it's poselet to eat from Korban Pesach, but it's not poselet to eat from teruma. Now, Rashi, on this piece over here, points out the obvious problem. What does Hamarat Dat have to do with Toshav Vesachir? says, Toshav Vesachir lo yochalbo. Then the Gemara jumps to, it's coming to exclude Hamarat Dat by Pesach, and then Hamarat Dat by Terumah. Because of that, Rashi uh, does not have this entire text, text, and he deletes it from his Girsah. Gemara continues, Ela According to this reasoning, Umalta Oto, Az Yochalbo. Torah says that a person has to circumcise his family members, and for that matter, we must circumcise the servants, their children that he has, and only then can he eat Qurban Pesach. Meaning, if any of his children or his servants' children are uncircumcised, the owner cannot bring Qurban Pesach. And that was written by Pesach Mislayim. So the Gemara says, Does it mean that he can only not eat from Pesach Mislayim, but if a person has uncircumcised children, he can eat from Pesach Dorot? Again, the Pasuk says, To teach me that the laws are the same. That really, that uh, if a person doesn't have a circumcised child, he cannot eat from Pesach Dorot. So what does the word Bo come and teach me? Bo milat sechara ba'abadav me'akebet ve'en milat sechara ba'abadav me'akebet betrumah It affects a person that can be korban pesah if his children and slaves are not circumcised. However, it's not going to affect him if he's a kohen eating terumah. Because even if a kohen, his children are not circumcised, he still can eat terumah. Ela me'ata According to the reasoning, it says in the Pasuk, It says by Pesach Mislam, you cannot break a bone from the Qurban Pesach. Do you mean it can be shover in Aizim by Pesach Dorot? Because it only says the word Bo. So maybe it's coming to exclude Pesach Dorot. Again, we have the Pasuk that says, To teach us that the laws are... Similar that Shemirat Aizim also applies to Pesach Dorot. Ela bo lamei. So what does the bo teach me? Bo bechasher velo bepasul. The Talmud says all Shemirat Aizim only applies to a kasher korban. But if the korban becomes pasul, there is no din of Shemirat Aizim. Ela me'at adichtiv. The pasuk says al tochelu me'menu na. You cannot eat from the korban Pesach of Mislayim na raw. So again, the Gemara makes a derasha me'menu. From it, from the Pesach Dorot. But it's mashma, I'm sorry, only Pesach Mislaim you can't eat now, but Pesach Dorot's mashma, you can. But says, no, to teach me that all the laws are the same. That just like Pesach Mislaim you cannot have raw, Pesach Dorot you cannot have raw either. So what is the word memenu? When it says, Atokhilu memenu. Now what is the menu coming to exclude? Now that did Hashem, we learned earlier in the Masechet, Rabbi Bar Yitzchak said that it says the word Nemenu by Korban Pesach, it says the word Korban, it says the word Nemenu by Ma'asir Sheni. And we made a Gizir HaShavah, and we said, just like an Arel is Asur to eat by Korban Pesach, so too an Arel is Asur to eat by Ma'asir Sheni. So that was the Gizir HaShavah of Nemenu. So therefore, 
basically the Gemara comes out that most of the laws of Pesach Nisraim do apply to Pesach Dorot from the Pasuk Ve'abata Ta'amuna Azot Ba'chodesh Hazeh that all the laws of Chodesh Hazeh Zeh Kazeh they're all the same comes the Gemara and says that Ve'ne'echal Be'chipazon one of the laws specifically to Pesach Misraim was it was eaten in haste so the Gemara says Minalan how do you know that Da'amar <coughs> Kera because the Pasuk says, Ba'achaltem oto bechapazon. You shall eat it in haste. Oto ne'echal bechapazon. Ve'en acher ne'echal bechapazon. As opposed to another Korban, meaning Pesach Misra, Pesach Dorot, that is not eaten bechapazon. Gemara continues. Pesach Dorot nohei kol shiva. So at the end of our Mishnah, the Mishnah said that while Pesach Misraim was one night, Pesach Dorot is Noheg Kol Shiv'ah All seven days So the Gemara asks Amai Ka'eh What is that going on? When you tell me that the Pesach Dorot applies for seven days Lema Apesach Ilema Apesach If you're going to tell me it's referring to the Korban Pesach Pesach Kol Shiv'ah Bi'ika Is the Korban Pesach Is it eaten for seven days? We know the Korban Pesach is only eaten for one night So what does it mean that it says that the Pesach is all Shiv'ah? So the Gemara says, Ela Ahametz. That that last part of the Mishnah is referring to Hametz. Meaning, the Mishnah is saying that when it comes to Pesach Misraim, the Hametz was Asur only one night. Whereas when it comes to Pesach Dorot, the Hametz is Asur for seven days. So the Gemara says that can't be. Mechlal the Pesach Misraim, Laila Echad Vetula. It's mashma that from the Mishnah that you're going to tell me now that the Hametz is only asur for one night. In Pesach Mishraim it was only asur for one night and no more. But we learned to the Brayt, Rabbi Yosei Gedele Omer, Minayin the Pesach Mishraim, She'en Hamutso Noheg, Ela Yom Echad. How do we know that in Pesach Mishraim the Yisur of Hametz applied for one day, meaning not only the night, but the following day as well. Kamud Omar, Lo Ye'achel Hametz. It says in the Pasuk that Hametz cannot be eaten. Usmichle, then it says next to it, Hayom Atem Yotzeim. So the Gemara makes it derasha. That when does the law of Lo Yachil Hametz apply? Hayom. It applies on the day that they left. So therefore you see that even in Misraim, the Hametz was Asur not only at night, but it was Asur the following day. So we're back to the question. What does the Mishnah mean when it says that the uh, Pesach applies for seven days in Pesach, Pesach Dorot, what applies? So the Gemara says, El Hakikamar, Laila Echad, Vehu Adin Le Pesach Dorot. Meaning, the Mishnah is to be read uh, in one statement, and I'll read it to you. The Mishnah should be read like this: Be'al Shteam Mizuzot, Ve'Ne'Echal Be'Hepazon, Ba'Laila Echad. It is eaten. Pesach Mislaim is eaten Be'Hepazon Be'Laila Echad. On one night, and then you have to throw into the Mishnah the Uadin the Pesach Dorot, and so too the eating of the Pesach Pesach Dorot is similar. Period. And then add to the Mishnah but regarding Hametz. Hametz of Pesach Mislaim applies the whole day. Whereas Pesach Dorot applies all seven. So therefore, we're throwing in the Deen of Hametz. The Mishnah. Gave two dinim. The dinim, uh, the din of eating the korban pesach is similar, meaning pesach misraim is one night as well as pesach dorot, and then the gabei hametz is a difference in the din. Pesach misraim is was uh, one night as well as the next day, and uh, pesach dorot is uh, seven days. <coughs> and now we go to the next mishnah. Amar Rabbi Yoshua. Rabbi Yoshua said, Shamati. I heard Shitimurat Pesach Kereba. I heard that the uh, exchange of a Korban Pesach is brought as a Korban Shalamim. Utmurat Pesach in a Kereba. And I also heard that sometimes the exchange of a Korban Pesach is not brought as a Korban Shalamim. And I don't know, I don't have an interpretation to know which ones are brought and which ones are not brought. Now, let's just review the terminology over here. If a person, let's say, designates an animal for Korban Pesach, 
And let's say he loses that Qurban Pesach. So now he designates a second animal uh, in its stead. So the second animal is brought as a Qurban Pesach. And then let's say they find the original Qurban Pesach. So that would be called a Timurat Pesach. Which means now already this was the original, but it was not brought. So Rabbi Yoshua said, one time I heard that what? You bring the uh, Timurah, you bring it, you bring the original as a Qurban Shilamim. And another time I heard that you don't bring it as a Qurban Shilamim. But I don't have an interpretation. Now, actually Rabbi Yoshua wasn't even talking about the original Qurban Pesach. The deen is true, what we just said. But he gave a case of Timurat Pesach. Timurat Pesach is a case where you brought a third animal. Where uh, you had the original animal and you lost it. And then you found another one in its stead. And let's say you brought that animal. And then you took a yet another animal. Besides the one that you, the original, you took another one and you designated it as a Qurban Pesach. So that's called Timurat Pesach. In any event, he said, and sometimes the Timurat is brought as a Shalamim, and sometimes it is not. But he did not have the uh, interpretation. So now he is going to explain it. So comes again what Amishnah says, Amar Biyakiba, and he finished. Biyakiba says, I'll explain it. Ha Pesach Shinimsa, Kodim Shechitata Pesach. If you found the original Korban Pesach before they slaughtered the second one, Yirachi Istaev. So you have to let the original graze until it gets a moon, vimacher, and you sell it, bedamav shalamim. And you, with the money, you buy a korban shalamim. Vechen temurato. And the same thing would be on the temura, which means you lost the original animal, and uh, they designated a, uh, a second animal in its stead. And let's say they found the original one before the shahita, and then he went and he designated a third one in order to bring it for a Qurban Pesach. Both those animals are grazed until they get Ba'almum, and the money is used, they sell it, the money is used to buy a Qurban Shilamim. Akhar shahita Pesach. However, if, let's say, they lost the Qurban Pesach, the original, they brought a second one in its stead, and then they found the original, then the din is karev shalamim. Then you bring it as a korban shalamim vechen temurato, as well as the temurah, which means if the first one was slaughtered, and then they found the original, and then the guy went and he designated a third one for korban Pesach, since it was designated after the Pesach was brought, so after the shahita, so therefore it's also brought that third one as a shalamim. Now let's read Rashi inside on the Mishnah. Rashi in the Mishnah will start is <coughs> corresponding to Hagahot Abach Matnitim Shamati Mirabotai. This is Rabbi Yeshua talking. I heard from my rabbis. Shetemurat the Pesach kerebas shelamim achara Pesach. That the Temura of Pesach is brought as a korban shelamim after you brought the Pesach. Utmurat Pesach ena kereba. Ve'yesh temurat Pesach. Then there's another type of exchange of a Pesach. She'ena kereba hi atzma shelamim. That you do not bring it as a shelamim. Ela ro'ei achi istaev. That aggression becomes blemished. Bemum. Ve'temacher. And so ve'yavi be'edamea shelamim. Ve'motar Pesach karev shelamim. Because the exchange of a Pesach is brought as a shelamim. Either directly or through its sale and using the money. Ve'eni lefaresh. I forgot which one do you actually bring and which one do you let grace. So Rabbi Akiva came along and explained it. Pesach, we continue with Rashi. Sheabad, you lost the original Pesach. So you designated a second one in its stead. And you found the first Korban Pesach. Before you slaughtered the second one. So the original one is standing there at the time of Shaita before you did anything. At that point, the original is there, therefore it is clearly designated as a Qurban Pesach. 
and the fact that you didn't bring it, as if you took a Korban Pesach that was viable, and you pushed it away. You cannot bring this as a Korban Shalim. It's not considered an exchange of a Pesach. That's called the Pesach that was viable, that you just pushed it away. You cannot bring that as a Shalamim. So in that case, so when we have to sell it, of course, wait till it becomes a Ba'almum, and then take the money and buy a Shalamim. Vechen temurato. As she will explain to us what this case is. Im hemir hu bo be'emat cholin acharechen. If let's say the owner took a third animal, and now he, which was cholin, and he said that it's going to be now for Korban Pesach. Hareu kamo. It has the same deen as the original. It's only done just like the original. The timura has the same deed as the original. Just like the, the original is grazed until it has a ba'amum, the timura is also done the same thing. Now she continues, But let's say they slaughtered the second one, then the original surfaced, since it wasn't around the time of the Shi'ita, it's not considered established as a Qurban Pesach. You didn't push it away, Shalamim. So you bring it as a Shalamim. It itself can be brought as a Shalamim. So that's the deen of the Timurah itself. Which is after the Shi'ita, if let's say they found a, uh, the guy took a third animal and also designated it as Pesach. Bottom line, the Timurah always follows the original. Whatever the original is, Timurah as well. Now, the, uh, that is the deen of the Mishnah. So let's review quickly. The B. Akiva basically gave a deen, and his deen is that it depends when they found the original Qurban Pesach. They found it before Shi'ita, it was viable to bring us a Qurban Pesach. And the fact that they didn't, you would doche a Qurban Pesach. When you doche a Qurban Pesach, you have no choice. You cannot bring it as a shalamim. You have to let it graze, become a moom, use the money for a korban shalamim. However, if after they made shahita on the second one, and then the original one surfaced, already it was never now established as a pisahim in the sense that at the time of the shahita it was not around. Therefore, the deen is you can bring it as a shalamim directly. And the same thing would be as the timurah. Comes the Gemara and says, Velema pesah karev. Which means, Rabbi Yoshua heard from his rabbis the deen of Timurat Pesach, the case of the third animal. Why did the rabbis teach Rabbi Yoshua about the third animal? They could have taught him about the original. Which means, the deen of the Pesach and the Timurat is the same. Which means, the original Pesach that was lost, if it's before the Shaita or after the Shaita makes a difference, the Timurat is the same thing. So why would they teach him the law about Timurat when they could have taught him the law about the original Pesach itself? It's the same deen. So the Gemara says, To teach you that there is a case, we have a Timurat Pesach that has the deen of the original Pesach that has to be grazed until it has a Baal Moom. And you bring it the money as a shalim. So there is a hadush in the Timurah. Because you might have thought maybe only the original always keeps its status of Pesachim if it's around the time of the Shahita. But the hadush, no, even if the third animal that they designated was around at the time of the Shahita, so the hadush, it takes on the deen as a Pesach as well. And therefore both animals are grazed. Ba'almum, and you sell it to the Shalim. So that's why the rabbis told it to them in that case. Let's read Rashi. Ti'ika timurata pesach de lo karba, velo amrinan, and we don't say, mitta'ila shalamimi. Which is, you know, you could argue and say, what do you mean? This was never a pesach. Because the original, we understand, was a pesach. Even the makeup was a pesach. The third one, maybe you'll argue, never with that because we have a pesach. Kamash wala, no. That if he designated it as a pesach, and it's around at the time of the shaita, you have to graze it. And then even if let's say he included it before the shaita, I might have thought that it's not considered the hoy, you're not pushing a pesah, it's not a No, It is considered a pesah, because you called it a pesah at the time of the shaita, and therefore it's like you pushed it away, therefore the same deen applies. Comes the Yamaran continues. Itmar. We have a statement. Rabbi Amar, Kodem Shechita, 
Ur'achar shehita shaninu. Rabbah understands like we explained, <coughs> that this whole deen that was taught in the Mishnah, it's all dependent on before shehita or after shehita. Meaning, if the original animal surfaced before the actual shehita, it's considered Pesach Dahui. If it was surfaced after the shahita of the uh, of the animal for Pesach, then it's considered a Timurah, and it's brought as a Shalamim. Let's read that in the Shi. Kodim shahita v'har shahita. Dafka shaninu v'mishnatenu. Ve'lo shaninu ba'zman shahita. But do not learn, Abba says, that it's going on the time of the shahita. Which is, there's another way of learning, where you could say, that no, I don't care if they actually slaughter or not. If the original animal was found at the time of the shahita, at the time that the korban can be slaughtered, so then already it's considered Pesach Dahoi. And if it was not found at the time of the shahita, it's not. Don't learn like that. Learn the Mishnah that's actually talking about at the actual slaughtering. Let's, let's read that Rashi inside again. Kodim shahita v'har shahita. Dafka shinu mishatinu. Belo shaninu ba zman shahita. Dainu chatzot. Oh, because that would be chatzot. Because when do you start slaughtering the korban? At chatzot. So another way of learning you could say is that when did the original animal surface? So and we're going to see an opinion that says that. One opinion is going to say that if the animal surfaced after chatzot, which means after the time of uh, that the shaita is uh, legal, so then already it's considered Pesach Dahoi. But if it surfaced before Chatzot, before the Zman of Shaita, it's going to be considered a Temura. So that she says, According to this opinion, even if let's say it was lost at the time of Chatzot, but if it was found before. They slaughtered the second korban, as Shini, who nikbavin it hai. It's considered that it's, it is considered a Pesach, because Baba at the time Shaita was around, who even it hai lakriv the Pesach. So that's the first opinion. So again, let's review this first opinion of Rabbah. It all depends on Kodim Shaita with Ahar Shaita. Which means, if the animal was around, the original, at the time of the Shaita, it's nikba as a Pesach, and since you didn't bring it as a Pesach, it's considered a Pesach that was pushed away, therefore you have to let it graze. Next opinion in the Gemara, Rabbi Zira Amar, Kodim Chatzot, Ulahar Chatzot Sheninu. Here's a different derasha. He says, no, it's before Chatzot, so what does that mean? So Rabbi Zira learns, it's Kodim Chatzot, and Ahar Chatzot, Rashi. Kodim Chatzot Sheninu. Sha'at Chatzot, he hukba'ato bepesach. I mean, the time of Chatzot, that's when the Korban can be slaughtered. That's when the original Korban becomes uh, established as a Pesach. Im nimsa Kodim Chatzot, if it was found, let's say, before Hatzot, Kavate Hatzot. So already it is around when Hatzot passed. And since it was around when Hatzot passed, it, was, it, it becomes viable. And the fact that you didn't bring it, so already, it's considered as if you pushed it away. But if you found it after Hatzot, even if you found it before you slaughtered the second one. It's not considered Korban Pesach, the original one anymore, and if it's not considered pushing it away. So according to the Bizerat, it's a big nafkamina. It's only if you found the Korban before Hatzot, means when Hatzot came, the original one was there, so since it was there at Sha'at Sha'ita, at the time of the Sha'ita, which is Hatzot, it becomes a Korban Pesach, and therefore it's Dahoi. However, if Hatzot passed and the original was not found, so then already if it was found subsequently later, it's not considered Dahoi, and therefore you have no problem. Even if it was found before the Shahita, but since it was after Hatzot, it just is as a regular uh, Qurban Shalamim. Okay, comes the Gemara and continues. Gemara says. So that's the Mahlum between Abba and the Bizira. Now the Gemara says. Gemara says. Right, the Gemara says, Kitana'e. Let us say. Oh, the Gemara asks a question. According to the Bizira, Ha Ketani, 
קודם שעיתת הפסח? What do you mean? According to the Bezerah, our Mishnah clearly says, if they found the original Korban, קודם שעיתת הפסח. It doesn't say קודם זמן, it says קודם שעיתת הפסח. So how do you learn it that it's going on the time? Eh, so he says, no, read it like this. קודם זמן שעיתת הפסח. Throw in the word זמן. Before the time of the שעיתה of the פסח. The Gemara says, actually there's a machmok ketanim on the subject. הפסח שנמצא קודם שעיתה. If you find the original קורבן פסח before the שעיתה of the second one, so it was around at the time of the שעיתה, you if you have to let it graze. לאחר שעיתה, אפס שעיתה, יקרב, יבין לזה שלמים. רבי דעזר אומר, קודם חצות תראה. Before חצות you let it graze. לאחר חצות יקרב. So you see, this מחלוקת המוראים, it will not be able to say, it's actually a מחלוקת תנאים. Comes again when I consider this. It continues. אחר שעיתת הפסח יביא שלמים. That if the original one is found, after the שעיתה of the קורבן פסח, so then already you bring it straight as a שלמים. אמר רבא, רבא comes along and says, לא שנו אלא שנמצא אחר שחיתה, when you found the original one after the שחיתה, והמיר בו אחר שחיתה, and the third one that you designated was also after the שחיתה, everything was done after the שחיתה, אבל נמצא קודם שחיתה, if let's say they found the original before שחיתה, והמיר בו אחר שחיתה, and then they took the third one uh, after the Shaita. He doesn't need the third one as a Pesach after the Shaita. Temurato mikowah kidushah dehuya ka'ata. So then he says the third one is coming from the strength of the original one. And since the original one was around at the time of the Shaita, even though the third one was not designated until after the Shaita, it doesn't matter. It goes after the original and therefore as a deen of Yir'eh, Karman is not brought. Meaning you have to sell it and use the money for Shalamin. So that's the Hadush of Rava. Now let's review the Hadush again. The Hadush is that even though they found the original Qurban before Shaita, so there's no question that has a deen of a Pesach. And the fact that they didn't bring it as Pesach Bahui, and therefore they cannot bring it as a Shalamin. The Hadush is that after they slaughtered it, let's say the second one, then they made. Uh, a, th- a third one and he designated it as a Qurban since that third one comes from the strength of the original one which is a Pesach so therefore it's the same deen therefore Chir'eh and Chistaib so he was Eti Abaye has a question on this Im Kesef it says by the Pasuk of Shilamim Im Kesef hum akrivet korbano v'akrivet oto rafne Hashem so the Gavara has a question on the extra word Im what is the Im Kesef what does the im come to tell us? It's coming to teach us a hadush. That the temurah of the Pesach, that if they find a, uh, an exchange of a Pesach, after the Pesach was brought, so it's brought as a shilamim. Which is not, not only the regular shilamim, but the hadush, there's, there's another type of shilamim, called temurah Pesach where they had an original one, it was lost, they bought a different one, so they wanted to resurface, they bring it as a shalamim. So the question is, hey, damn it. Well, what's the case of the pasuk? If we're talking about a case, now this is talking about a temurah pesachim, well, this is talking about a case where you took a third one as well, which means they had an original one, it got lost, alright? Then they designated a second one. And then the guy took yet a third one and designated it as a Pesach. So the Hadush of the Pasuk is Im Kesef. This also was brought as a Shilamin. Both the original and the third one. So the Gemara, what's the case? If it's talking about where the original one was found after Shahita, you took a third one as well after Shahita. So that's obvious. Peshita. Lama Likra. What did the Pasuk for? Of course it's going to be a Shilamim. It's not brought as a Pesach. The Korban Pesach was brought already. These only are coming after the Pesach. Ela lav shilimsa kodim shaita. Must be the case is talking about where you found the original one before shaita. Ve'emir bo'ahar shaita. And then you took a third one after shaita. Now that's already Hadush. To teach me that what? 
that even though the third one was taken after the Shaita, it goes after the original Pesach, and since the original Pesach was found before Shaita, it should Ayachistaev, so do the third ones also, Ayachistaev, so that's the Hadashur Pasuk. So, therefore, uh, that is a uh, question against Rabbah. Because Rabbah said that this deen is only talking about where everything was done after the Shaita. And now you're telling me, no, that even if the Timurah was found, even if the Timurah was done before the... Uh, no, according to Rabbah, Rabbah said everything was done after the Shaita, which means that's when you bring it as a Shalamim. According to this, we're saying, no, that even if the original person was found before the Shaita, and then the Timurah was done after the Shaita, still it's brought as a... Still, still the deen is, meaning it follows the original Pesach. So again, that is the deen of the... Oh, the Rabbah's statement was that Fine, that was the deen of uh, Rabbah And Abaye asked the question from uh, Im Kesev uh, And then he proved uh, that uh, from Im Kesev What did the Pasuk say? I'm just reading the Gemara again What was the Hadush of Im Kesev? What type of Hadush was it telling us? What was the case? Which Hadush That's the question against Rabbah. Which means the case is where you uh, had an original Qurban Pesach. It got lost. They took another Qurban uh, Pesach and they found the original before Shehita, and then they made Shehita, and then they made another one, like a third one. And still the Pazum is saying that that third one is brought as a Shalamim. That's the tradition of Im Kesef. The Im comes to tell me that that is Shalamim. So therefore, that's a question on Rabbah. Rabbah, you said no. You said that the Timurah is coming Mikoah, the original. And since the original is not brought as a Shalamim, the Timurah, even though it was done after, is not brought as a Shalamim. So Rabbah, what do you do with this Dirashah? The Quran says, no, no, that's not the Hadush of Pasuk. We really, I'll tell you that the only time it's born is the Shalamim, is like Rabbah said, where you found the original after the Shahita and you made the Timuran, the third one, also after the Shahita. And therefore, everything is born as a Shalamim. Vikra asmachta be'alma. And that Pasuk of Rev, Im Kesev, is only an Asmachta, which means there's no Hidush. You, you all question about it was, oh, what's the Pasuk coming to teach me? You need a Hidush. No, 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 no. That Pasuk is really not coming to teach you this deen of Timurata Pesach. It's not just an Asmachta to hang the law on a Pasuk, so it's an Im Kesev. But really the law is, as, we, as Rabbah said, that everything was done after the Shekhita. So comes the, comes the Gemara and says, Oh, but now we got to ask, what is the Pasuk really? What is its main intent? Meaning the Im Kesev, what is the Im coming to do? So the Gemara says, Tanya, Kesev, what is the Pasuk of the Kesev coming to tell me? Lerabot et Pesach le'aliyah. Which means the word Kesev comes to tell me that the Korban Pesach is uh, brought on the Mizbayah, the Aliyah, the Aliyah is the fat, the tail of the animal, of the Qurban Pesach is also brought on the Mizbayah. That she says, the Aliyah. Actually, let's see the word Kesef. Which means, uh, the, the word Kesef itself, the whole word that she says is extra. Because the next Pasuk talks about goats. So that means up until now, obviously, we're talking about something else. Talking about sheep. So why would the Pasuk have to tell me Kesef? Which is by Shilamim, it tells us clearly that the Aliyah goes on the Mizbayah. The Hattat we know follows like an Asham. It doesn't say anywhere about the Emurim, which Emurim go on the Mizbayah for Korban Pesach. So we don't know exactly which parts go on the Mizbayah. 
אל כך עלייתו צריך להתרבות בקורבנות שבשון הוזכרה עלייה באמוריו. Exactly, which means, so therefore we need a special pastor to come and tell me that what? That when you bring the Korban Pesach, that what? The Aliyah also goes on the Mizbeah. Because nowhere explicitly in the Torah does it tell me which parts of the Korban Pesach go on the Mizbeah. Good. So that's what the Kesef comes and teaches me. Again, that the Aliyah goes on the Mizbeah. Keshu Omer Im Kesef. So what does the Im teach me? Lerabot Pesach She'abra Shenato. Let's say you have a Korban Pesach that became old. It passed a year. The law is you can only bring a Korban Pesach within the first year. After the first year, it's already old. So that's considered a Pesach She'avra Shenato. Ushlamim Mevaim Mahmat Pesach. All that's a Shlamim that's coming from the strength of a Pesach, like the case that we just mentioned in the Mishnah. For example, uh, they lost the original one, then they slaughtered the second one, and they found it. So it's more as a Shlamim. Lechol Mitzvat Shlamim. So these items... Whether it's an old Pesach that became aged, so you have to bring it as a Shilamim, or a Timurat Pesach that you bring as a Shilamim, it has all the laws of a Shilamim. That what? Shita'un Simicha. The owners have to press their hands on top of the head of the animal, like a Shilamim. Venisachim. They have the same pourings of the wine in the Mizbah like a Shilamim. Betinufat Chazet Veshukhan. The queen has to wave the Chazet, the chest and the uh, thigh bone of the animal, like it's done. Ukshihu Omer. Now, Vim Ez. The next pasuk mentions the im'iz. If a person is going to bring a goat, hefsi ka'anyan. So there's a break. As if there's a difference between a sheep of shalamim or a goat of shalamim. Because the pasuk just says the im'iz. Now if it's a goat, what's the difference? Limed ala'iz she'en te'una aliyah. That teaches us what? That the, if a person brings a goat, they do not bring the uh, aliyah of a goat on the Mizbeah. Let's read that Rashi. Ve'im. Hefsik hu le'ha'pasuk ben kesev le'ez. There's a break between the law of kesev and ez. She'be'kesev et parashah aliyah. Kedektiva aliyah temimah. Le'umat asah. Why kesev it says clearly about the aliyah. Le'makom she'kele'ot yo'asot. And the pasuk comes along and says, however, im ez, to teach me about the law of ez, you do not bring the... Aliyah on the Mizbeah. The tail is not burned on the altar. Right. After devoting five verses, he says, to discussing the sheep of the Shilamim, Torah then says, spends the Torah, uh, next verses talking about the Ez of Shilamim. Now basically they're identical. Why would the Torah have to separate them? So obviously there's a detail in the sheep that does not apply to the goat, and that would be the Aliyah. So let's just review quickly this last Keta of the Gemara. Basically, it was a discussion about the last piece of our Mishnah. The last piece of our Mishnah said that if the uh, Korban Pesach was lost, and they took another one in its stead, and they slaughtered it, and they brought it as the Korban Pesach, then the original one surfaced, so the deen is, it's brought as a Shilamim. And for that matter, the Timura of it. The exchange, I mean, if they designated another animal for Qurban Pesach, it is also brought as a Shilamim. So Rabbah came along and said that this deen that is brought as a Shilamim, it's talking where everything was found after the original, or after the second one was brought. And they brought the, the second one, they found the first one, and then the guy designated a, another one for a Pesach. Since it was all done after the Shahita, they're all Shilamim. After that, Abaye questioned. Abaye said, no. And we have a Pasuk that's coming to include uh, a Hiddush of Shilamim. And the Hiddush that the Pasuk is coming to add, the word Im Kesev, is that even they found the original before Shahita. But if the Timura was found after Shahita, the Timura is a deen of a Shilamim. And that's against Rabbah. Rabbah says, no, 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 that's not what the Pasuk is coming to teach you. The deen is exactly like Rabbah said, and if the only reason why they uh, used that Pasuk at all, because it was just an asmachta, to teach me that the Timurah also has a deen of Shilamim. How are they going to remember that there's more than the regular case of Shilamim, that there's also a case of Timurah, that's a Shilamim, they gave a name, it's Im Kesev. Oh, but what really is the word Im coming to teach me? The word Im is coming to teach me the deen that when you do have a Shilamim, for example, a Qurban Pesach that became above one year old, or a Qurban Pesach that 
was lost and is going to be brought as a shalamim. The hadush is it has all the laws of shalamim that it needs semicha, that it needs the uh, suh, um, the proper nesachim, also terufa hazeh bashok. So that's the hadush of im kesef. From the word kesef itself, which is superfluous, the Gemara says, we learn the law that that the aliyah of a korban pesach is brought on the mizbeach. Because I really don't have any pesukim to tell me about which part of the korban pesach goes on the mizbeach. So from here at least I learned that the aliyah of a korban pesach goes on the mizbeach. Last point the Gemara then says, what does the pasuk have to talk about the goats and separate the deen of the goats? Korbano. So from the im'iz we learn that if a person is bringing a shalamim from a goat, there is a difference. He does not put the aliyah on the mizbeach. So there is a difference between a shalamim of a kesef and a shalamim of a is. Baruch Anwadi Olam. Amen. Amen.